This is Dak Prescott, and you're listening to Faith on the Field Show. Faith on Field Show presented by International Justice Mission and the Masters University. I'm Rob Motti with my beautiful wife, Remy. It is Super Bowl weekend. It is great to be with you on Fox Sports Las Vegas, ESPN Richmond, Angels Radio LA, the Game Orlando, ESPN Charlotte, Real Sports Atlanta, ESPN South Jersey, and 107.5 Alive. Thank you for tuning into the radio or listening to the podcast version. And, well, we can uh, tell everybody what happened. This is take two because we did the show. <laughs> And take one, uh, the microphone wasn't plugged in. So that's great. It's all good. That is fitting because we were talking about yes. something that's going to make a lot of sense. It, it is. Yeah. Cincinnati Bengals and the L.A. Rams are in the Super Bowl this weekend. Beautiful SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles. And uh, we got to have a, a former Cincinnati Bengal is going to be on the show. He is our guest. One of the best players in Bengals history, Hall of Fame left tackle Anthony Munoz, who was in the Super Bowl the last time the Bengals played in it 33 years ago. So they've never won a Super Bowl. He's got an, they got an opportunity now to get that W. We'll hear from Anthony coming up. But the topic we wanted to talk about and did already, but are doing over again because it didn't come out, is so fitting. Yeah, It's so fitting that we we did an entire segment on this. And then I, I realized that the microphone wasn't plugged in, but you wanted to talk about not forfeiting, not giving up. Yep. And boy, I just want to walk away and say, all right, you know what? I'm going to be busy all week. So we pre-record these shows, and I'm sure everyone understands that. We pre-record these shows this week. I'm going to be in L.A. for the Super Bowl covering and everything else that's going on. And Remy's coming out to meet me midway through the week. And we have our huge event at our first ever Faith on the Field live event, Super Bowl week at the Masters University. So we're getting everything ready. I'm getting ready to get on a plane in the morning and head out to L.A. and all that stuff and record the show. And no. It didn't come out, but you were talking about, and mm-hmm. you want to talk about it, not forfeiting, not giving up. H- how did this, how did you get, feel God was talking to you over the past two, three, four weeks? Well, with this, I know this was pre-recorded, but I've been just battling the whole idea of whether to go or not to go mm-hmm. because I'm, ve- I'm a, I'm like a homebody. I like being home. I like being just comfortable. I don't like the idea of just like going out there, which is weird because when well, I was younger, I was that person. It's easier though. Now I'm just like, mm, well, there's a big home. reason too. It's it, it's having children. It's having children and, right. and and wanting to be with the kids. And when we say mommy and daddy might go, they don't want to hear that. And, and they then, started crying. They started so crying. Like, oh, so all right, mommy's yeah. not going for the whole week, which works out because I'm so busy. You're. What are you going to do for a few days? But we want you, you, you're part of the show. You're part of the event. We're going to have you as part of the event. So you're going to come out, but now it requires you to fly by yourself, which you do not want to do. I do not want to do. I do not want to do. And the whole week I'm battling the idea of like, I'm just like finding ways to say no. And every time I read my Bible and read this book that I'm reading, everything. Quest 52, by the way. Quest 52 is a great book. Um, and it's just like pointing to the idea of just like not giving up on what God had put in your heart. And the word that keeps coming to my spirit when I'm praying is do not forfeit. And I'm like, Lord, I'm not trying to forfeit. I just want to be comfortable. Mm. But he's like, no, you're trying to forfeit what I'm trying to do. And you disqualify yourself that way. Every time you forfeit <laughs> what God has in store for you or the next step. You know what the funny thing is? Like everything's about 
the very next step is not really about the big dream. People lose dreams when they start when they stop doing the very next step. So when you when God tells you the next the next very step is to get on a plane and you say no, that's where <laughs> this dream stops. It, really, it, it's being because it's being, yeah, that's the very next step. It's being obedient, right? Yeah, it's a, it's 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 following what God has laid out for you because He doesn't lay the whole entire thing in front of you. He just lays very small steps step in front of time. you, and he's like, "Just take a step with me." And I'm just like battling the whole idea of like whether I should take the next step and be uncomfortable, which is completely forfeit. So I'm going to pick her up at the airport, and I'm going to probably bring a sign. And as you go to baggage claim, <laughs> I'm going to be standing there holding some sort of clever sign. It's got to be funny and do embarrassing. Do not embarrass me. I, I, do not embarrass I, I'm going to do my best not. I'll be like, I don't no, know actually, him. I'm going to try. I'm, 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 I'm somehow going to try to embarrass you. I, I wanted to bring up one Bible mm-hmm. verse that I love that pertains to this topic. Philippians 1 6, be confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. God put a, when he puts a, a, a good work in you, when he gives you a mission, when he calls you to do something, so often we resist, we fight back, mm-hmm. we try and, as you say, disqualify yourself and forfeit, yeah. and you look for every reason not to, and the enemy works harder. I was just right? going to say something, because the enemy does this. Yes. The enemy is a nuisance, okay? <laughs> he's not into the big stuff. Like He's not going to stop the big things. He's just yeah. he, he will keep annoying the little stuff out of you like every little thing like like this we were this has never happened guys this has never happened like we have to redo a show we're like a one take people like we're just seriously though we always have been and it's a blessing it's it's, it's a technical difficulty this is a technical difficulty and has never happened like when we started, we've yeah. never we've never had to do this. But look at that! Like I, I will say this: there was there, it, there was laughed. one time I did an interview with Ben Simmons. Yes, you told me about that. And mm-hmm. luckily, we had multiple forms of we had phone mm-hmm. and we had this equipment. The equipment did not fire off properly, but mm. the phone video picked up the interview. Right. That's the only other time. I've had this malfunction, but that's that's the enemy trying to nuisance, just yeah. really Annoying. be a pest, working overtime, mm-hmm. and you know he's going to work harder, and he's going to mm-hmm. come at you. But when you're doing work, when you're doing mission work, when you're doing work for the kingdom, when you're working to advance the kingdom, when you're working to point people to Jesus, when you're working to connect people to Jesus, mm-hmm. when you're working to make everybody who is within your sphere of influence know that it's all about him and not you, that you're trying to glorify him, that's when the enemy comes harder and he attacks you stronger and and he's everything. That was the first thing I texted Doug as soon as uh, this happened. I said, so uh, we just recorded a a whole faith on a field and uh, it, it didn't, it didn't, Come up because of the microphones. I, and I said, good times. And and his text back was, you don't think Satan's going to let us go into this week without a battle, do you? And Exactly. And he's my exactly. Point. I left. I'm telling you, I was laughing hysterically downstairs. I was like, I cannot. Like, this is hilarious. It's, it's becoming, like, really funny at but this point. But it's so fitting to what we were talking it is. about. It Not is. giving up. If, if yeah. God wants you to do something, everyone yeah. listening. If he put this work in your heart, if he called you to do something, if you feel led to do it, 
Don't let anything stop yeah, you. We're talking Don't even give like, up along the way. It's true. Like it's, it's even like guys, because it's so funny. It's even to like the point that we went shopping. Like we're trying to find like a cute outfit, right? Like you're trying to look cute, and I cannot find anything cute. Like it's so weird. Uh, yo, you <laughs> don't even want to start this conversation. It's so you, no, bad. you don't even want to con- start so this conversation Seriously, because though. you know she ends up. If you would just learn how to go shopping in your own closet. Oh, no, no, I'm, I know. But you oh. know how, like, when you want to, like, oh, yeah. something I, I, new. I need to like buy something, something fresh, new because you know. what I bought that was new that has tags on it and yeah. was never worn yet isn't fresh or new enough yeah. because I bought it certain date but or certain But then you know time. what's funny? This mm. one day we come back from the from the, the mall and, like, mm-hmm. the, the, the thing in the book I'm reading, it says, like, something about, like, this isn't about you. It's about Jesus. And I was like, man, that's like right day, in the smack. face. I was like, Jeez, I thought you were going to hit me with you should talk because I went shopping. I'm oh, like, he went shopping too. I went shopping for Wait. shoes and I can't, and I, I decided, I'm like, you know, everything on my rack in my closet is nicer than what's at the store. I don't know what's going on. I don't, yeah, I don't know if there's, though, I don't know if there's on, like, like a, a short, there's a shortage in food. There's a shortage in everything with, yeah. and everything's being blamed on COVID because that's so convenient and everything's like, we don't have this or that. Is, is there like a lack of, of what happened to fashion clothes sense? and is fashion? That also I, like, I, 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 I don't know. Yeah. It's, uh, it's weird. I don't yeah. know. There was, there was another verse you wanted to bring up in addition to what I've talked about. Philippians one, six, be confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on oh. to completion until the day of Christ. And also Jesus. like, uh, before I say the, that, just one last thing, like right before we started doing uh, the show, I look outside and there is a bald eagle, which has <laughs> never, ever happened. There was a bald eagle outside. Right outside my front, my back in the backyard, in the backyard yeah. hunting for food, and he was just majestic. Swooped into he the water, was just majestic, and I was not even Did looking. Did you see what he took? Oh yeah, he took something like fish? a big fish or something. Yeah, and I was just like, "Whoa, this is not something you see every day." But this is just, I'm, I'm into the stuff, guys, and I love it. And I just like say well, in my to spirit you through, like through animals, all like the God, time. yeah, like God is saying, like I did not give you the spirit. Like uh, you have to fly high. You you are like you fly high like the bald eagle. You are not gonna be down like and uh, upset or worried or That's anything the like that. Verse. Yeah, and like for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. I, I love that one. Yeah. I, I, I love that one. Up next, you're gonna hear from Hall of Famer Anthony Munoz. You're listening to Faith on a Field Show, presented by International Justice Mission and the Masters University. Today, over 40 million people are being forced into trafficking and slavery. One in four are children. We cannot allow them to suffer in silence. We need you. We need everybody. Go to IJM.org backslash take action, get information, understand how you can be involved. Because of the work that you are committing to do, they will be free. For nearly 100 years, the Master's University has held an uncompromising commitment to Christ and Scripture, equipping thousands of young people to have an impact for the Lord across the world. The school offers more than 150 accredited programs, all taught from a biblical worldview, as well as financial aid options and 17 intercollegiate athletic teams. Visit the Master's University in Santa Clarita, California, or at masters.edu. That's masters.edu. Hey, this is Jerome Bettis, former running back from the Pittsburgh Steelers, and you're listening to Faith on the Field Show. Welcome 
Welcome back to Faith on the Field Show, presented by International Justice Mission and the Masters University. I'm Rob Motti with Remy. If you're listening to us for the first time, you can go to faithonthefieldshow.com. Every episode since we launched is right there. We've had an awesome lineup of guests. You can listen anytime at your convenience on any of the podcast platforms. You'll hear full interviews on there. Sometimes they're condensed for different radio stations that we're on. Be sure to also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Faith on the Field and Tell a friend or two or three or as many as you'd like about the show. I do want to take a minute to thank our wonderful, awesome sponsors. Please check them out on our website, International Justice Mission, the Masters University, Heritage's Dairy Stores. If you would like to be a sponsor for our show and help our ministry grow, please reach out to us at team at com. We have various packages we can cater specifically to fit your needs. Our goal really is to be on a sports radio station in every state. So if you don't have a business to advertise on, but you want us want to help us reach that goal and help the ministry, we do have a donate button on our page on faithonafieldshow.com. You can also help out by purchasing some of our merchandise through Remy's 828 Threads Apparel store. We have t-shirts and so much more. Check it out. Really cool stuff. You can find it on our site, faithonafieldshow.com, under merch. Our guest this week, Anthony Munoz, was the third overall pick by the Cincinnati Bengals in the 1980 draft. He quickly became one of the best at his position at left tackle. In his 13 seasons in the NFL, he was an 11-time Pro Bowl pick. He was a nine-time All-Pro. He was a first ballot Hall of Famer after he retired. Anthony's in L.A. this week working with HydroxyCut and their big man sweepstakes. Check it out. Here's my conversation with Anthony Munoz. Anthony, the Bengals are in the Super Bowl for the first time in 33 years. You know about the other two. You played in them. What do you see? What are you seeing in this team? And what do you think they have to do to be able to win one and beat the Rams? Well, first of all, I mean, it has been a long time and it's fun. Uh, I'm proud of this team. I'm proud of this coaching staff. They've been amazing. It's been fun. You know what? It's, uh, I say the same thing with, uh, with all games because, you know, there's no question we have skilled position guys. I mean, Joe Burrow, franchise quarterback, I am just amazed by how good he is and how poised and calm. And, uh, you know, he's got some great weapons in uh, Chase and Boyd and Higgins. And of course, uh, hopefully Uzama's back and Mixon and defense have been doing a phenomenal job. But the Rams have one guy that you, you probably have to put three or four to get them totally contained. That's Aaron Donald. I mean, you know, uh, sure, they got cup on the offense with Stafford and stuff. But Aaron Donald is just a he's a he's a difference maker. He's a, a he you know creates havoc. Uh, so he, you're going to have to not him, but then it, it seems like Von Miller is rejuvenated. I mean, the kid is, uh, you know, he's rushing like he did in his heyday. So it, it depends on the offensive line. If we can give Joe time and we can get mixed and loose a little bit, uh, and I've said it all year, we can compete and beat anybody in this league. And I think that's going to be a key. And I'm sure I'm not saying anything that, uh, you know, the guys, the five, six guys in the room are, are really focused on with offensive line coach Frank Pollock, but uh, – the hat is on them. They're, you know, if they can perform and, you know, really contain them, those guys, uh, we got an excellent chance to win this football game. You just mentioned protecting the quarterback, which is clearly an important uh, step to do in order to have an opportunity to win this game. Now, they allowed nine sacks in that playoff game against Tennessee and still found a way to win. Yeah. What, is it, what does it say about them that they were able to do that and then to bounce back yeah. and show some res- resiliency and only give up one sack against Kansas City? Well, first of all, I mean, nine sacks is a lot. You look at that and, and automatically you think offensive line, nine sacks. But I was there at the game I watched. So you got to give at least three to Joe. I mean, holding the ball. So, But still, five or six, 
three or four maybe to Joe, five or six to the line is still a lot. Uh, but that just goes to show that they they realize they won. Joe threw for 359, being sacked nine times. They realize now we're in the AFC Championship game. The Chiefs have an excellent D-line, and they only had a couple sacks. So, uh, again, they stepped up and they performed because it was a big game, and I see that's what they're going to do in the Super Bowl. They need to do that. Uh, but, you know, Joe is amazing. The way he can extend plays when he's pressured and keep his poise and look downfield, complete passes, or extend on a third down run, uh, the guy just has it. But uh, as we all know, uh, quarterbacks cannot continue to be hit on a regular basis in the NFL. What would it mean, Anthony, to the city? You, you've been there. You know what it's so – you live among them to finally get that parade, to, oh. to push that Vince Lombardi trophy. I tell you what, and one of the first things I, I talk about when people ask me, why did you stay in Cincinnati and you didn't go back to Southern California? I talk about the people. First of all, it's a great sports town. I got here in 1980. The Big Red Machine was still around. They'd won the World Series in the 70s. Uh, and then, you know, two years after I get here, we go to the Super Bowl. We are yet to hoist the Lombardi. But it would mean a lot for this community, especially I think it'd be cool being an underdog. And I think at the beginning of the season, most experts, most pundits gave this team maybe four, five, six wins maximum. And to get in the Super Bowl and to win the Super Bowl, I'm sure the guys would be just so thrilled uh, that, you know, they were able to do it when nobody but the guys within the four walls were, you know, believed that they could. And so I think it, for the city, I mean, the buzz, in the, we've been here 42 years. I don't think, and I hear it out, I'm out in the public, shopping, restaurants. I don't think I've heard as many who days in the you know previous 31 years than I have in the last three weeks. I mean, it's just like young people, old people like myself, you know, people in between. It's just been the city is in a buzz. What, what do you remember, Anthony, most about the two appearances you made? Both of them obviously losses to Joe Montana and the San Francisco 49ers were leading in the fourth quarter in, in the last one. What's, what stands out to you about the memory? And, and what, what would you say to the young guys heading into their first Super Bowl experience? Well, I guess, first of all, my immediate memories are like my first Super Bowl, 6-10 and 10 to 12-4 and four Super Bowl. My second Super Bowl, 4-11 and 11 to 12-4 and four Super Bowl. So, you know, people know that it's tough to, you know, win four games, five games, and then get to – they've done it this year. Uh, to beat two opponents the same year. We did, you know, San Diego in 81, San Diego in the AFC Championship game. Buffalo in the regular season, Buffalo in the AFC. They did Kansas City, Kansas City. So what I would tell these guys is to take it in and really enjoy the experience. I think that's what I was able to do the second time in my 10th year in the league compared to my second uh, year in the league. And I think these guys will. I mean, the confidence these guys have and the confidence in themselves and each other, I think they will. But that's the first thing I would tell them is just take in and enjoy the whole experience. Now, Anthony, you weren't just a Hall of Fame left tackle, man. You you had great hands. <laughs> Seven career catches, four touchdowns. How much did you enjoy when they called your number on those plays and you knew tackle eligible? This one's coming to me. I tell you what, for an offensive lineman that really never gets a chance to touch the football other than the center, uh, it was a thrill. Sam Weiss, you know, playing offense football for Sam Weiss was so much fun. And he started putting us at the tight end and right away started, uh, you know, there was always one play a game that uh, I knew that I might have a chance. And the very first one was very surprising because we're up in Cleveland and we needed to score with no timeout. And he called the play where one and only play where I was a primary receiver as the H-back. And I'm thinking, this guy who's in his rookie year said he 
probably doesn't want to coach real long if he's making an offensive tackle eligible and, and primary receiver. But I caught it. We tied the game, won in overtime. And it was against Cleveland Browns. And after that, uh, it was like each week I went in hoping that he would call it, you know. Uh, and he did. I caught four from Boomer Esiason. And uh, it was so much fun for an offensive lineman to celebrate with his offensive lineman after catching a touchdown. But, uh, yeah, that was the whole thing about Sam's offense. You never knew what to expect. But it was great, solid stuff. Uh, very innovative, you know, Boomer Sison, our quarterback. So, yeah, for a lineman to have four touchdown catches in his resume, uh, unheard of. Now, you're usually wide open, right? Right, Anthony? You're not. Those aren't contested catches. When that happens, the defense isn't expecting it. Uh, sometimes they were. The first one, it was a little different. Uh, most of the time, yeah, because they're expecting a run. And if I ran it correctly, most of the time, I, I didn't have a defender on me really close. So, yeah, so it was a matter of. Don't mess it up. Catch it because nobody's guarding you. <laughs> well, you're involved in a few things coming up Super Bowl week. And first, tell me a little bit about the pregame workout on Saturday, the 12th in, in Los Angeles. I tell you what, it, it's fun. We're partnering up with the uh, Hydroxy Cut. We're having, you know, we're back in L.A. really for the Super Bowl first time in 93. And for me, it's exciting going back to L.A. Then I have this opportunity to uh, to do this uh, this big workout. It's at Grand Park there in downtown L.A., uh, when I decided to do it, I, I said, this isn't like a you know, top tier workout because, you know, I'm an old guy now. So, you know, you can't put me through one of these. Uh, you might lose me. But no, it's going to be fun. You know, Hydroxycut uh, is having this 1130, 1230 Grand Park, uh, the big workout uh, that that Saturday, February 12th before the, the game. And, uh, you know, it's fun because, yeah, we're going to have the workout. But, you know, we're also having a uh, it was, I was excited. We just talked about my touchdowns. Uh, big man moments where they're going to, you can win. They're having a sweepstakes where you can win a hundred thousand dollars if a big man scores a touchdown. And the first thing I thought about, I said, it's possible. It's, I mean, this year we had 13 big men score touchdowns during the regular season two in the playoffs. So, you know, for someone to be able, you know, it's about the workout, it's about hydroxy cut, but it's also about sweepstakes. They're willing to give away money, uh, and not only do they have a former big man there, but they're given a, a big man and not only the hundred thousand dollars, but you get a chance to, you know, if you don't win all that money, you know, groceries for a year or a gym workout, it's just all about getting people excited about working out and, uh, and really living a healthy life. And that's what I've been about, you know, not only playing, but after I retired and the fact that they call me to do this, I said, you know, I'm there uh, again. Don't uh, don't kill me with the workout. And they say, we guarantee you'll work out just to your pace. We want you to be there and encourage people to, to you know, live a healthy life. So and then when they mentioned this big man sweepstakes, I said, now you're talking. Now we're going to give some money. And of course, if you remember uh, Leon Lett, you yeah. know, running down the field and Don Beebe tackling him or remember the Bears, they give the fridge the ball and he runs over a linebacker. So, you know, and we talked about my four catches, touchdowns or my four touchdown catches. It's good that they're trying to recognize the big men. So hopefully one of our big men, the Bengals, will score a touchdown and somebody can win a lot of money. As you just mentioned, it's the Hydroxy Cup big game sweepstakes. And if there's a big man touchdown in the game, one lucky fan is going to win $100,000 thanks to Hydroxy Cup. That's a lot of pressure. If, if one of these linemen realize that they got 100000 not only maybe winning the Super Bowl, the ball's coming down. That's a lot of pressure. I, I, I hope they, they take it in just the way you did, Anthony. Uh, but- I, I hope so. I think these guys have shown so much confidence. Uh, I think they will. I think they'll take it, and hopefully it's the difference. So hopefully big man scores a touchdown, the Bengals win, and then Hydroxycut is able to give somebody a lot of money for uh, for the big man moment. So, 
yeah, it's, it'll be a fun time. I'm going to enjoy it. It's downtown LA, Grand Park, like I said. Come on by. I mean, it's free, and we'll be there working out and having some fun and just uh, really focusing on staying active, you know, especially after this craziness with the pandemic. You know, I think a lot of people are ready to, to get back in and, and get back into shape, lose some weight. Uh, what better way than to, to start it with Super the day before the Super Bowl with a nice little workout? Anthony, last one for you. I know throughout your career, your, your faith has really helped you uh, in your journey into the NFL, the Hall of Fame, and now beyond. What has it meant to you to be a, a man of faith? You know, it's, been, it's meant everything. You know, my sophomore year at USC, I'd been married with Tadidi for several months. And, uh, you know, I thought, man, we're off and going now. I'm at USC, going to school, playing football. Got this great young lady. We're married. Then several months after that, both her and I came to faith my sophomore year in college and you know, moving into the pros, we knew that there'd be a lot of attraction, uh, you know, distractions, but we had to stay strong and it, and it's happened that way. 44 years coming up in October. Uh, so I'm thankful that we've been able to really keep that as our foundation, uh, be able to, you know, playing a game that uh, very demanding uh, for 13 years, it, you know, asked a lot, but also make the family, my wife, Dee, our two kids, now grandkids a priority. Uh, so my faith has meant everything for me in my life. Last year as a college, my 13 years playing the NFL, now that I've been retired uh, from the NFL, it continues to be the most important thing in my life. Appreciate you, Anthony. Thank you so much. Thank you. Appreciate it. Great talking to you, Rob. That's it for this week. Thank you to Anthony Munoz. Thank you to Doug Horton, Pastor Scott Foreman, Josh, and everyone on our Faith on a Field Show team. And thank you for listening to Faith on a Field Show, presented by International Justice Mission and the Masters University. For Remy, I'm Rob Motti, reminding you, make a difference. Be a blessing. Today, over 40 million people are being forced into trafficking and slavery. One in four are children. We cannot allow them to suffer in silence. We need you. We need everybody. Go to IJM.org backslash take action. Get information. Understand how you can be involved. Because of the work that you are committing to do, they will be free. For nearly 100 years, the Master's University has held an uncompromising commitment to Christ and Scripture, equipping thousands of young people to have an impact for the Lord across the world. The school offers more than 150 accredited programs, all taught from a biblical worldview, as well as financial aid options and 17 intercollegiate athletic teams. Visit the Master's University in Santa Clarita, California, or at masters.edu. That's masters.edu. Today, over 40 million people are being forced into trafficking and slavery. One in four are children. We cannot allow them to suffer in silence. We need you. We need everybody. Go to IJM.org backslash take action. Get information. Understand how you can be involved. Because of the work that you are committing to do, they will be free.